Legendary Passages, Episode 96 22nd Argonauts The Chariot, Part 7 of Euripides' Medea Previously, Medea slew both the king and Jason's bride. In this passage, she completes her revenge and escapes to Athens on a flying chariot. The Chariot, Part 7 a Legendary Passage, from Euripides' Medea, translated by E. P. Coleridge. To this day the deity, it seems, will mass on Jason, as well he deserves, heavy load of evils. Woe is thee, daughter of Creon, we pity thy sad fate. Gone as thou art to Hades' halls as the price of thy marriage to Jason. My friends, I am resolved upon the deed, and at once I will slay my children and then leave this land, without delaying long enough to hand them over to some more savaged hand to butcher. Needs must they die in any case, and since they must, I will slay them, I the mother that bore them. O heart of mine, steal thyself. Why do I hesitate to do the awful deed that must be done? Come. Take the sword, thou wretched hand of mine. Take it, and advance to the post whence starts thy life of sorrow. Away with cowardice. Give not to the thought of thy babes, how dear they are, and how art their mother. This one brief day, forget thy children dear, and after that lament, for though thou will slay them, yet they were thy darlings still. I am a lady of sorrows. Medea enters the house. O earth, O sun, whose beam illumines all, look, look upon this lost woman, ere she stretch forth her murderous hand upon her sons for blood. For lo, these are scions of thy own golden seed, and the blood of gods is in danger of being shed by man. O light, from Zeus proceeding, stay her, hold her hand. Forth from the house, chase this fell bloody fiend by demons led. Vainly wasted were the throes thy children cost thee. Vainly hast thou borne, it seems, sweet babes. O thou who hast left behind thee that passage through the blue stimplegeeds that strangers justly hate. Ah, hapless one, why doth fierce anger thy soul assail? Why in its place its fell murder growing up? For grievous unto mortal men are pollutions that come of kindred blood poured on the earth, woes to suit each crime hurled from heaven on the murderer's house. Ah me, what can I do? Whither fly to escape my mother's blows? I knew not, sweet brother mine, we are lost. Didst hear, didst hear the children's cry? O lady, born to sorrow, victim of an evil fate. Shall I enter the house? For the children's sake I am resolved to ward off the murder. Ye by heaven, I adjure you. Help, your aid is needed. Even now the toils of the sword are closing round us. O hapless mother, Surely thou hast a heart of stone or steel to slay the offspring of thy womb by such a murderous doom. Of all the wives of yore, 
I know but one who laid her hand upon her children dear, even Eno, whom the gods did midden in the day that the wife of Zeus drove her wandering from her home. But she, poor sufferer, flung herself into the sea because of the foul murder of her children, leaping o'er the wave-beat cliff, and in her death was she united unto her children twain. Can there be any deed of horror left to follow this? Woe for the wooing of women fraught with disaster! What sorrows hast thou caused for men ere now? Jason and his attendants enter. Ladies, stationed near this house, pray tell me, is the author of these hideous deeds, Medea, still within, or hath she fled hence? For she must hide beneath the earth, or soar on wings towards heaven's vault, if she would avoid the vengeance of the royal house. Is she so sure she will escape herself unpunished from this house, when she hath slain the rulers of the land? But enough of this, I am forgetting her children. As for her, those whom she hath wronged will do the like by her. But I am come to save the children's life, lest the victim's kin visit their wrath on me, in vengeance for the murder foul wrought by my children's mother. Unhappy man, thou knowest not the full extent of thy misery, else thou had never said those words. How now? Can she want to kill me too? Thy sons are dead, slain by their own mother's hand. O God, what sayest thou? Woman, thou hast sealed my doom. Thy children are no more, be sure of this. Where slew she them? Within the palace or outside? Throw wide the doors and see thy children's murdered corpses. Haste, ye slaves, loose the bolts, undo the fastenings, that I may see the sight of twofold woe, my murdered sons, and her, whose blood and vengeance I will shed. Medea appears above the house, on a chariot drawn by dragons. The children's corpses are beside her. Why shake those doors and attempt to loose their bolts, in the quest of the dead and me, their murderess? From such toil desist. If thou wouldest aught with me, say on, if so thou wilt. But never shall thou lay a hand on me, so swift the steeds of the sun, my father's sire, to me doth give to save me from the hand of my foes. Accursed woman, by gods, by me, and all mankind, abhorred as never woman was, who hast the heart to stab thy babes, thou their mother, leaving me undone and childless. This thou hast done, and still dost gaze upon the sun and earth after this deed most impious. Curses on thee! Now perceive what then I missed in the day I brought thee, fraught with doom, from thy home in a barbarian land to dwell in Hellas, traitorous to thy sire and to the land that nurtured thee. On me the gods have hurled the curse that dogged my steps, for thou didst slay thy brother at his hearth, ere thou camest aboard our fair ship Argo. Such was the outset of thy life of crime. 
Then didst thou wed with me, and having borne me sons to glut thy passion's lust, thou now hast slain them. Not one among the wives of Hellas have ever dared this deed. Yet before them all I chose thee for my wife, wedding a foe to be my doom. No woman, but a lioness fiercer than Tyrrhene Scylla in nature. But with reproaches heaped thousandfold I cannot wound thee, so brazen is thy nature. Perish, vile sorceress, murderess of thy babes, whilst I must mourn my luckless fate, for I shall never enjoy my new-found bride, nor shall I have the children whom I bred and reared alive to say the last farewell to me. Nay, I have lost them. To this thy speech I could have made a long reply, but Father Zeus knows well all I have done for thee, and the treatment thou hast given me. Yet thou wert not ordained to scorn my love and lead a life of joy and mockery of me, nor was thy royal bride, nor Creon, who gave thee a second wife, to thrust me from this land and rue it not. Wherefore, if thou wilt, call me even a lioness, and Scylla, whose home is in the Tyrrhene Sea, for I in turn have wronged thy heart, as well I might. Thou too art grieved thyself, and sharest in my sorrow. Be well assured I am, but it relieves my pain to know thou canst not mock at me. O oh, my children, how vile a mother ye have found! My sons, whose father's feeble lust has been your ruin. T'was not my hand, at any rate, that slew them. No but thy foul treatment of me and thy new marriage. Didst think that marriage cause enough to murder them? Dost think a woman counts this a trifling injury? So she be self-restrained, but in thy eyes all is evil. Thy sons are dead and gone. That will stab thy heart. They live, methinks, to bring a curse upon thy head. The gods know, whoso of them began this troublous coil. Indeed, they know that hateful heart of thine. Thou art as hateful. I am weary of thy bitter tongue. And I likewise of thine. But parting is easy. Say how. What am I to do? For I am as vain as thou to go. Give up to me those dead to bury and lament. No, never. I will bury them myself, bearing them to Hera's sacred field, who watches over the cape, that none of their foes may insult them by pulling down their tombs. And in this land of Sisyphus, I will ordain hereafter a solemn feast and mystic rites to atone for this impious murder. Myself will now to the land of Erechtheus to dwell with Aegeus, Pangean's son. But thou, as well as thou mayest, shalt die a caitiff's death, thy head crushed neath a shattered relic of Argo. Then thou shalt hath seen the bitter ending of my marriage. 
the curse of our son's avenging spirit and of justice that calls for blood beyond thee. What god or power divine hears thee, breaker of oaths and every law of hospitality? Fie upon thee, cursed witch, child murderess. To thy house, go bury thy wife. I go bereft of both my sons. Thy grief is yet to come. Wait till old age is with ye too. Oh, my dear, dear children. Dear to their mother, not to thee. And yet thou didst slay them. Yea, to vex thy heart. One last fond kiss, ah me, I would fain upon their lips imprint. Embraces now and fond farewells for them, but then a cold repulse? By heaven do I adjure thee, let me touch their tender skin. No, no, in vain this word has sped its flight. O Zeus, dost hear how I am driven hence, dost mark the treatment I receive from this she-lion, fell murderess of her young. Yet so far as I may and can, I raise for them a dirge, and do adjure the gods to witness how thou hast slain my sons, and wilt not suffer me to embrace or bury their dead bodies. Would I had never begotten them, to see thee slay them after all. The chariot carries Medea away. Many a fate doth Zeus dispense, high on his Olympian throne. Oft do the gods bring things to pass beyond man's expectation. That which we thought would be is not fulfilled, while for the unlooked for God finds a way. And such has been the issue of this matter. The End The play concludes with this passage. In our next passage, we hear fables of the Argonauts and Medea's exile. <laughs>